This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. In what is described to be the most audio perfect show on the Arsenal YouTube space... This is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Hello and welcome to the Goon Talk. I don't even know if this is still working. I have absolutely no way of knowing. I'm I'm assuming by your annoyance in the chat box, though, that now my audio is actually working. Um which is good. Um, For those that have no idea what I'm talking about, this morning we experienced one of, for me, the worst thing that can happen, which is your audio isn't good. For the chat box, one of the most hilarious things that I have sadly just watched and listened back to a few moments of, where basically the robo voice came back. But not only did the robo voice come back, that it turned me into Alvin the Chipmunk. So for anyone that was able to record... (laughs) Any of that, it's now private, it's deleted, the YouTube video is gone, it's dead, it's gone forever. But for anyone that recorded it, they, they've got some golden TGT um, uh, brilliance that will last forever. So those that missed it, I guess it pays to be around at 8am, uh, it really does. I've never had an issue with this laptop since I've sorted out this microphone, that's the first time that's ever happened. So um, yeah, I'm sorry about that, but good morning, hello, welcome, hope you're doing good, hope you're doing well. I'm actually really busy today, so I didn't need like this chaos this morning. I really, really didn't. So I'm hoping that uh, things are going to work. I really, really do. Right. Uh, we'll say morning to people joining us in the chat box. Uh, everyone enjoys this morning. Uh, Damien, Keith, AB, Harvey, uh, Rowan, Clincy, Keith, Adrian, Rich, Jimbo, Aaron, Matt G, Abigail, Lee, um, Daniel, Chris, uh, Jimbo, Ola, uh, Dominic, and plenty more of you guys and girls as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. And sorry, I can only apologize uh, for the yeah the hilarity that was that first uh, attempt at this morning's show. I'm hoping that there's not going to be any any issues. But do let, thank thank you for letting me know so quickly because um, that is very much appreciated. <laughs> anyway, let's crack on with today's story show. Please make sure you drop a like. I mean, that deserves a like for those that witnessed it, at least. And for those that didn't, 
you should just like it and, and maybe you'll get a recorded version of that one day. Anyway, <laughs> I might actually have the recording of it on StreamYard still if uh, if I can still download it. Anyway, moving on to today's stories. Um, Richard Garlick is to become Arsenal's new managing director at the end of the season. Of course, we've known for some time uh, that Vinay Venkatesh will be stepping down uh, as Arsenal's uh, effective CEO, uh, if you like. And uh, he's been appointed this. Uh, the uh, Josh Cronky, the co-chair, said Richard is recognised and respected across the industry for his vast experience. And we were delighted when he joined us back in 2021 to take our football strategy to the next level. He has made an enormous impact since joining us, working closely with our sporting director, Ed Hu, on the development and implementation of the club's football strategy. He has developed strong relationships across the club and in the wider industry. Richard's been a key to the progress that we've made as a club, including recent transfers, and I'm thrilled that he will now lead our executive team and continue to drive the club forward with that passion. Richard himself said, since joining Arsenal in 2021, I've had the privilege of being involved in almost every aspect of this incredible club. I'm excited to take us forward in my new role as we move into the next phase of delivering the vision of our owners, Stan and Josh. I'd like to thank the board for the support they've given me and Edu for his support as I pursued this opportunity. I'd also like to thank Vinay for his leadership and contribution to the club over the last 14 years. I look forward to continuing to work with them as I transition into this new role and drive the club forwards. I think it's a really good um, move by Arsenal. Richard Garlick has been a key figure in Arsenal's progress over the last uh, three years, uh, nearly three years and since he joined in 2021. Obviously, Arsenal's transfer strategy has, has grown from strength to strength. Yes, it's still not perfect. Yes, there's still certainly improvements that can be made. But from Arsenal being kind of lost in the wilderness of third to eighth at times, you know, Richard Garlick since coming in, his transfer, his transfer strategy with Edu, with Arteta, with the club and the owners has seen us move to become an established title um, competitor, which is obviously what Arsenal fans have wanted. So this is probably the best. I don't know if his role that he's exited, the head of football operations, will be something that is also now looked to be filled or whether or not some of those roles will be absorbed into his new managing director. Or of course, any news on that will let you know. Uh, moving on to transfers, though. And first of all, we need to talk about Arsenal winger Gio Quiroz. Uh, she joined Madrid CFF on loan for the rest of this season. Gio has obviously joined Arsenal uh, a couple of years ago from Barcelona and subsequently went to Everton on loan before going on loan again. But uh, she's now uh, going to be spending some time away from the club. Um, in fact, this is the second loan that she's had since arriving at Arsenal from Barcelona. Uh, she's still only 20 years of age. So the expectation is, of course, that she'll be able to get plenty more minutes. She used to actually play uh, for Madrid CFF before she joined the Barcelona Youth Academy. Um, so it's only a loan. Uh, she'll be coming back, but uh, there's still plenty of potential and talent there that Jonas Eideval will hopefully get to use in the future. Uh, moving on to the men's side of things, and Marseille do indeed want Nuno Tavares. I reported this story um, last week, and uh, I think it was last week, maybe it was earlier this week. Uh, I think it might have been Monday I reported this, but um, Charles Watts has provided extra clarity around this story that Marseille do indeed want Tavares on a permanent deal. And this is important because if Arsenal are able to secure some money during this window, however much that may be, it could have an effect on how free they are to do some business. So it is complicated because he's obviously at Nottingham Forest. And as I revealed on Football.London, uh, there is no release uh, or recall clause in his loan at Nottingham Forest. And because of that, it means that Arsenal can't just bring him back. They will need to come to an agreement with Nottingham Forest about the termination of that deal. And because of that, 
um, what will follow is that Nottingham Forest will turn around and say, well, we want to keep him for the moment until we get all of our players back from the African Cup of Nations. He can't play against Arsenal. Um, it's worth pointing out. So he can play for Forest this weekend and probably will. But he can't play against Arsenal on the Tuesday because he's on loan. Maybe after this weekend, Arsenal can sort out a deal in which they can bring him back to Arsenal before selling him on to Marseille. But Forest, knowing that Arsenal want to sell him on to Marseille, will probably make it financially a trickier deal to do. And any potential loan fee that has already been paid, of course, may even be asked to be wiped off. I don't know that. But certainly if I was in the position of Nottingham Forest, I'd certainly be thinking about doing that to get the most benefit considering of their own financial question marks as well. Uh, another fullback that has, of course, been linked with Arsenal is Sasha Bowie, um, or Bowie, uh, the uh, French youth international currently at Galatasaray. He's in talks with Bayern Munich over a potential move. Arsenal are not in the race to sign Sasha Bowie as far as we're aware. aware. And uh, Bayern Munich are, of course, alone right now in their chase of the uh, the French youth international. But uh, if indeed they are successful, it'll be very, very difficult to see Sasha Bowie ever ending up at Arsenal. Of course, Bayern initially had been chasing Kieran Trippier, but that deal has, has fallen away. There's been no uh, openness, I suppose, from, from Newcastle to get the deal done for the figures that uh, Bayern Munich were willing to, to do that for. So they've instead moved to, to Sasha Bowie, it seems. Uh, moving into potential incomings at Arsenal, though, and Arsenal's name is being talked about as Callum Wilson, sticking with kind of this Newcastle theme, just from mentioning Trippier there. Um, Callum Wilson could be sold um, by Newcastle during this winter window. The reason being is, of course, as we know, they're facing quite a few issues in regards to finances and uh, they may need to sell some of their key players in order to fall inside profit and sustainability regulations. Arsenal, despite being talked about in the circles of a team that could be addressed in the Wilson, I think are just being spoken about because, of course, we know Arsenal are keen on a, a centre-forwards, and because he is a centre-forward that could be available on a cheaper deal, they might go for him. Now, the numbers that are being talked about are around the £80 million price tag. Now, Wilson will turn 32, but he is 31 until he turns 32, um, in February, only next month. So £80 million for a 32-year-old? I'm not sure. I, I, I can't see Arsenal doing that. I, I can't see uh, Arsenal being moving into the market and spending that much money on, on Wilson in that regard. And that money is much better spent somewhere else. And our headline story of the day, and a really important story, and one in which we are thrilled to see, um, of course, on the Arsenal training field, is Thomas Partey. He has completed his rehabilitation from injury and uh, is now joined the team uh, on the field for training and is in contention for this game against Nottingham Forest next week. I'd be surprised if he starts the game, but certainly I would expect, or hope to expect at least, um, to see uh, Thomas Partey play some part potentially from the bench and get some key minutes. That would be really important to see him. But they are being very, very careful, is my understanding, with Thomas Partey in terms of when they're going to be bringing him back. Just because we see him in training does not necessarily mean he will be involved, but it would be nice to see that. And I think he is in contention to potentially get some minutes against Forrest next week. So that is a huge, huge boost for Arsenal and hopefully one that will be significantly improving our title chances moving forwards. Right, let's move to part two and your questions right after this. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. 
Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Goodness me. Right. Um, Oh, that was a stressful first 22 minutes of my morning was it not absolutely ridiculous i really am frustrated that that show because the thing is is that was one of the best intros like i was so fluid in how i was like how arsenal want to play this season so fluid in that intro of the previous show that has just been destroyed by technology um really frustrating uh really really frustrating but it is it is what it is um (laughs) we move and we go to part two to tackle as many of your questions as we can. Okay, Nigel, first of all, said, who's your money on winning the Traitors final tonight? My money is on hmm, Molly and Jazz. I think Molly and Jazz will win the Traitors final. That is my prediction. I think Harry has got way too overconfident. I think Harry is going to be found out by Jazz, and Jazz and Molly will win. Uh, Andrew will be voted out first, then Evie, and then Harry. And then it will be left to Jazz and Molly. That's my prediction. No spoilers. Uh, it's, I mean, it's not out even. Um, but uh, yeah, genuinely, there was someone in the chat box the other day that was like, I live down the road from Zach and I heard he wins. And I was like, why would you say that? Uh, why would you say that? And then he got murdered. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, you were lying. But it, it had me fooled. It had me fooled for a little bit. But yes, Traitors tonight. Final. Cannot wait. It's going to be great. One of my favorite TV shows I've ever, ever watched. I love it. Anyway, let's go into some of your more Arsenal-related questions as well. Um, Franklin says, Tom, are Alvin, Simon and Theodore going to be going to the TGT live event? I can't promise that they won't be, uh, but I can't promise that they will be. It will depend on the technology that evening, won't it? Angela says, must have been something in the water yesterday. Not only did TGT have someone complaining about Tom giving airtime to Arsenal women's football, Charles Watts had a, uh, a different idiot making the same complaint. How odds? Uh, I'll have to check that one out. Uh, I haven't watched Charles' show yesterday from yesterday. Um, it seems that there's this like building of confidence from just not very nice people out there. And I had a comment left in the chat box yesterday about this saying like, and I think to be fair, there was probably some miscommunication, but it's something that has been said before that people saying it's not sexist to not have an interest in women's football. And I agree with you. If you're not interested in in the women's side of the game, that's fine. That doesn't make you sexist in any way, shape or form. If your focus, if your passion around Arsenal is on the men's side of the game, that's fine. I haven't got an issue with that. What I have got an issue with is publicizing that information like you feel everyone needs to know about it. That's the difference. It's when you jump into comment sections or you jump into chat boxes and have to broadcast to the world that you don't care about women's football. That's when the line gets crossed. That's when you just broadcast yourself. It's actually, you care as passionately about Arsenal men's team as you do passionately not care about the women. That's when the line gets crossed. And so when you see question mark, when you see comments in the comment section or comments in the chat box or tweets, 
specifically saying about how much people don't care about the women's game or even women's uh, opinions on football, that's when the line is crossed. If you don't care about the women's game and you keep it to yourself, I haven't got any qualms with you. That's your own prerogative. You can, it's your life. You choose what you want to do with it in, to a degree. But freedom of speech is not freedom from scrutiny. And of course, we will scrutinize those that seem to feel the need to publicize their disinterest at the women's game. Uh, Ashley says, do you think uh, it's a mute point discussing and looking at the interior eight transfers like Simmons, Olmo, uh, Odegaard, Vieira, Havertz, Emil, Trossard and Rice? I think the only transfers to look at is DM, fast winger, centre forward and defender. I'm not sure because I think there is still scope for Arsenal to sign maybe a box-to-box player. But you're right. There are players in other positions, I think, where there are needs to... Um, strengthen more. Centre forward for sure, a wide player for sure, a DM for sure, and of course, a um, uh, I think a fullback maybe as well, potentially even a centre half. So we've still got a lot more um, signings still to to be made. That is for sure. Um, Thomas says, morning Tom, hope you're well. Can you see any outgoings in this window? Yes, potentially Nuno Tavares could be leaving on a permanent if that deal is done with Marseille, but it's a very complicated one to do. Beyond that, it's very difficult to see many others leaving other than youth players leaving on loan. Uh, Chris says, hi Tom, I remember last year with Xhaka, we wanted him to stay and then improve on him to increase the squad depth. Do we feel the same about Partey? It's a really good question, Chris. And the reason why there's a difference is because Granite Xhaka was basically all but always available. Nearly always Granite Xhaka could play. And the difference with that and Partey is that Partey isn't. He's just not available. And even though he had a really good season last season in terms of availability, this season Partey has not. And so I think that is a key difference into why I would have a different view. I did want to keep Xhaka. I did want to add Rice and keep Xhaka in the squad. Um, and sadly, we weren't able to do that because, and I don't blame Xhaka. You see Declan Rice coming in, you're going to want to move on. Um, you realise your minutes are going to drop and you're playing now week in, week out for Bayer Leverkusen as they potentially go on to win a first title in however many years um, since Bayer Leverkusen have won the, the, the first division in Germany. But uh, yeah, I think there is different, different ones. Um, let's go to Tizer says, do you think it's time Arsenal started splitting deals, i.e.? Uh, someone to sponsor the training ground, training kit, another for women's team, a car sponsor for players to get as much as we can, con- considering uh, profit and sustainability. Um, I don't know, because if you split the deals, then surely you'll just get less money from them. Um, and so it might not. It might still be very difficult. Arsenal revenue-wise are improving. Yes, they're still 10th in the Deloitte Money League as the numbers were revealed uh, the other day. But, of course, that's with Arsenal without Champions League revenue or even European revenue in the case of uh, 21-22. So, yeah, there is a lot still to be um, seen about Arsenal's revenue improving. And it is going to improve. Arsenal getting uh, top of their group finishing second last season um, and, of course, hopefully progressing to at least the quarterfinals, maybe beyond in the Champions League will help us financially considerably. We need to finish in the top four once again this season. Who knows what we can do in the league? Maybe we can go all the way and do it. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, Champions League football next season is really important and getting as far in the competition this season is is equally so as well. Um, Let's go to uh, Derek says, Tom, trades are so common in sports in the US. Can you explain why player swaps are so rare in the Premier League? Um, I, I Honestly, I don't know why for sure. I would imagine it's because, I mean, the likelihood of a player wanting to move to another club 
and that club having a player that is of equal value to the team that are losing the original player just doesn't happen anywhere near as much. I guess other sports have more specific needs and are able to trade players far easier because of their specificity of their roles in different sports in America. Um, and also, in I mean, Rich points out, values of, of teams, the money teams have in the Premier League and the money, of course, that different players earn also factors in. Um, player wage are so, so kind of vast in in the Premier League as well. So it's very difficult to see swap deals happening to know if there's a deal that would suit both clubs. Um, it certainly couldn't see it happening with top players. The last one we did was Mkhitaryan and Alexis Sanchez. I can't see um, really that that happening again anytime soon for uh, for Arsenal at all. Um, Damien says, plus agents prefer a transfer as they make the money on those, I suppose. But usually what happens is, Damien, to be fair, like the Mkhitaryan Alexis Sanchez deal... That was actually two transfers. It was not a one-in, one-out. It was Man United bought Alexis and Arsenal bought Mkhitaryan. There was an amount of money on that swap deal, which was you know, a relative value of both of those players. I think it was around 30 million. So it wasn't even a case of like the, the agents weren't benefiting from that. They certainly, I think they were. And I see Moss's tricky one, Tom, with Tottenham probably being the only one to spend because of the Kane sale, which, of, which player of ours that you can arguably get 75 million for would you be willing to part with first? And it is a good question. Probably Gabriel Martinelli stands out the most. I wouldn't want to lose him, um, but I think he's probably the one of those that would, you know, absolutely would. Um, Chris says, if you support Arsenal, it doesn't mean you have to support the women's team too, though. Um, the number of 40-year-olds of supporting Arsenal couldn't care less about the women's game. It's boring and league two level. Congratulations, Chris. You just completely fulfilled everything that I was talking about a second ago. Congratulations. Uh, Arthur says, do you think we'll see a big name player signing under Arteta like a Sanchez or an Ozil? It doesn't seem like his profile of player, but fans seem to be begging for this type of signing. I, I have to agree that a big signing under Arteta one per season seems like it's going to be the, the theme. It seems like it's going to be the theme of what we're going to do is one big signing each summer. Now, it was Rice, you know, uh, in the summer just gone. In 2022, Gabriel Jesus was that signing as well. The season before that, it was Ben White. So it seems like we're doing one every single season. And for me, that is the way forwards for Arsenal. It's, it's going to be two or three big deals with one really standing out amongst the rest um moving forwards and that's going to be really really important uh jürgen says thank you for making my day alvin <laughs> where is the rest of the chipmunks have a great day you're very welcome jürgen uh Fuad says who would you sell first in the summer Vieira or smith row and have you seen the kitchen on netflix with ian Wright on it not yet um i haven't seen it yet uh is on my list of things to watch um I'm looking forward to it. It seems like it's got some really powerful messaging in it. Uh, Chris says, how is Ben feeling from the Lone Watch shows about Tavares coming back to Marseille? I remember him not being too much of a fan. Indeed. Um, I'll catch up with Ben, actually. I haven't spoken to him a little bit because we haven't really seen any players go to France besides Marquinhos, who wasn't playing at all. Um, but yeah, I, I, he wasn't. Ben from the Marseille View, which is a really good, dedicated Marseille platform, really was not... Um, that keen on Tavares. I mean, for a wing-back to get no assists all season, he got six goals and he scored goals really early on in the campaign, but then he really dropped off. And uh, yeah, he, he they weren't keen, the Marseille fans. And so I'm not sure they're going to be too thrilled necessarily about um, 
that happening again. Uh, Carl says, Tom, as an Arsenal correspondent for Football London, which chipmunk do you feel that you most resemble? Yes, Carl. Uh, without a doubt, it's it's got to be Alvin. <laughs> it's it's got to be Alvin. It's the quiff. This this is what it's got to be. So yeah. Uh, Franklin Goodwin says, remember, unless someone asks you if you like women's football or not, that they're probably not interested at you talking about them. How much you don't rate it? Exactly. It's so true. Like. If you have such a desire to tell people how much you don't care about women's football, how much you are desperate to tell people how little you think of women's football or what level you think it is, you just need to grow up and recognise, A, no one cares that you don't care because you're not going to be welcome around here. Uh, and secondly, like, why why would you feel so threatened that women's football exists that you feel the need to broadcast and publicise your own negative feelings about it? Incredible. Uh, Drunks are us says great show again, Tom. Some brilliant fans in the chat box as well. You're absolutely right. Um, I always tend to say that 99% of the time your chat box reflects the content that you produce. Uh, you always, you never can account for the 1%, uh, but 99% always are fantastic. I always maintain we have the best community here. Very supportive, very loving, very um, community driven. And uh, I can't wait to see so many of you at our, our live event as well in february um z says uh, what is the champion what is the percentage of champions league income for our club approximately if you're top wouldn't be able to give you a percentage no um champions league prize money can be found out pretty uh easily let me see if i can find it um champions league prize money uh winner of your uh, performance based on money the stage of the group stage win gets you 2.8 million euros uh, so it's about 2.3 million pounds ish i think um, so we won four, lost one, drew one. So we got about ten million pounds plus a draw. About yeah, ten to twelve million pounds from the group stage. You actually get money for winning the group stage as well, I think. Um, but uh, I can't see here. If you win your, if you um, if you reach, yeah, if you reach the round of sixteen, you get nine point six. If you reach the quarterfinals, you get ten point six. If you reach the semifinals, you get twelve. These are euros, by the way, and millions. Twelve point five. If you reach the final, you get fifteen point five. But if you win it, instead of that fifteen point five, you'll get about twenty million euros, which is about seventeen million pounds. But there's also, I think, prizes for uh, extra stuff like broadcasts as well. It says an additional three hundred million euros. Fifteen percent of the total purse is made available as part of the broadcast revenue once all the broadcast deals are finalized across the continent. The National Federation for each country represented in the UEFA Champions League is provided with a share of this money based on the proportional value of each TV market and each national federation then distributes that money to the participating Champions League clubs based on fifty percent of the allocation to a national federation will be divided among participating Champions League clubs and from the nation based on fixed percentages determined by UEFA and the other fifty percent is paid out in proportion to the number of matches played by each club in 23-24. Very, 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 very complicated. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to uh, to seeing it. Um, Mike says, this is the live event that I threw him off of. Mike was a fantastic guest um, on our uh, on our live get a live show last time. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's time for change. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not that. It's just I like to to bring some different voice and different guests. And also, Mike lives in America, which means when you're doing a show in North London, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can do that. The lineup has been decided quite some time ago, and I'm very excited about it. And it's a surprise. I'm keeping it, but the only one you know about is Harry. Um, the rest, because Harry, of course, joined us for the last one. Um, 
but because uh, he's part of the Canton and Simeon show, of course. But uh, the rest of the panel is being kept very much a secret, as much as I can until the day. Uh, Zed says, how much FFP and profit and sense sustainability are going? Uh, are gonna, it feels pretty necessary to sell academy players for big money. I like Smith Rowe, but injuries have ruined this progress. Uh, I sell Smith Rowe and Eddie for 70 million, and that'll end up being able to bring in a big, big signing. Um, look, I, I think that we are going to have to utilize the academy more um so i guess we'll have to wait and see what happens there but um I, I look forward to seeing if we can improve our you know our ability to to give young players an opportunity and then use that to to boost our money coming through the door as well um and as Seymour says is it possible for you to collab with curtis shaw he said that he's open to it as well i would love to see it as you're my favorites and i see you guys as the angel and devil on my shoulder in the Arsenal chat. I had someone else asking me about Curtis the other day and saying that he was up for a show. I have said that I messaged him like, I think it was back in 2021 if he wanted a show. I also messaged him again, um, I think after someone messaged me asking about it. Uh, yeah, on Wednesday. Did I get a reply? No. Um, so it's not that I haven't opened the door to that. So... You know, it is what it is. Um, but the door is always open for a chat. We don't have people that abuse people on the channel. Um, but Curtis is someone that I've spoken to in person. I've been at the Football Content Awards with with Curtis. And he's a nice bloke. So I'd be more than open to having a chat with uh, with Curtis. But um, yeah, as I said, I have reached out. But um, there hasn't been a, uh, a response. Uh, AFC Till I Die says, I love the women's team as much as I love the men's team. And the academy as well. It's all Arsenal. Don't let the haters bring us down absolutely uh abu says the zuba mendy links aren't going away that's because they haven't we still like him we still interested him and we would be keen on signing him but uh obviously i think it's going to be more of a summer thing as well right um well i think we're going to end the show there uh so, so sorry for the audio issues this morning i say sorry i think if anything it was more of a treat it seems for you guys and girls to have uh, heard what was quite funny indeed so yeah uh, but thank you for listening it's been an absolute pleasure um do tune in a little bit later on uh, am i doing one today i'm not sure if i'm doing another one today i have to let you know but uh, i will be live of course tomorrow morning at bright and early at 8 a.m hopefully without any other audio issues <laughs> and uh yeah do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show have a great day stay safe stay well stay happy and as always up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your Mook delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. 
only from Rustolium. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.